Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the second book of Samuel, the Lord spoke to Nathan and said, Go tell my servant David, when your time comes and you rest with your ancestors, I will raise up your heir after you sprung from your loins, and I will make his kingdom firm. It is he who shall build a house for my name, and I will make his royal throne firm forever. I will be a father to him, and he shall be a son to me. Your house and your kingdom shall endure forever before me. Your throne shall stand firm forever. The word of the Lord. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Sisters, it was not through the law that the promise was made to Abraham and his descendants that he would inherit the world, but through the righteousness that comes from faith. For this reason, it depends on faith, so that it may be a gift, and the promise may be guaranteed to all his descendants and to those who only adhere to the law, but to those who follow the faith of Abraham, who is the father of all of us, as it is written, I have made you father of many nations. He is our father in the sight of God, in whom he believed, who gives life to the dead and calls into being what does not exist. He believed, hoping against hope, that he would become the father of many nations, according to what was said. Thus shall your descendants be. That is why it was credited to him as righteousness. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jacob was the father of Joseph, the husband of Mary. Of her was born Jesus, who is called the Christ. Now this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about, when his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home. The Gospel of the Lord. At the uh, back of church is posted a photo. Actually, I... It's the painting, the actual painting, an 1879 painting titled Rest on the Flight into Egypt. The artist was a Frenchman named Luc Oliver Merson. The original painting is in the Museum of Fine Arts in Boston. Here is the museum's commentary on that painting. Fleeing persecution, the Holy Family takes refuge in Egypt. Joseph dozes beside a dying campfire while his donkey grazes on sparse desert grass. At left sleep the Virgin Mary and infant Christ, crowned with a halo of light. They lie in the arms of a sphinx, its eyes turned to the heavens, where the first stars begin to appear. A successful academic artist, Mersan never traveled to North Africa, but his use of archaeological detail creates the illusion of an eyewitness account, breathing new life into a time-honored subject. A sphinx, of course, is a mythical creature with the head of a human and the body of a lion. Huge statues of sphinxes could be found in Egypt. 
In the painting, the Virgin and the Christ Child are sleeping on the front of a large Sphinx statue. They are off the ground a few feet, perhaps in a safer spot, out of the wind, away from ground predators. St. Joseph is lying on the cold desert floor. One can only see his feet. He is lying on his stomach, using his forearm as his pillow, and he has his cloak over his head. Yes, that is the picture we are given of Joseph an exhausted spouse of the virgin and guardian of the baby Jesus. So we do not see so much of Joseph, and interesting enough, we do not hear much from St. Joseph. In fact, we hear nothing at all. St. Joseph has no lines in the Gospels. A nun once wrote a tiny little article called The Power of the Silent Man. She wrote, silence and obedience are ordinarily companions. The obedient man is conquered self and therefore is able to keep silence. The silent man is conquered self and therefore is able to be obedient. St. Joseph, the just man, was both silent and obedient. When Mary was found with child, Joseph was worried and had doubts and anxieties. Suspicions assailed him. He did not speak, but he did bear his anguish in silence. The angel came to him and told him not to be afraid to take Mary for his wife. He did not question, argue, or demand an explanation. He arose from his sleep and did as the angel told him. He took Mary into his home and lived a chaste life with her, who was the mother of the Son of God. The next event in his life that demanded humility and obedience was when the angel told Joseph, Arise and take the child and his mother and flee into Egypt and remain there until I tell thee, for Herod is seeking to destroy him. No questions did Joseph ask, no hesitation, arguments, or objections were put forward. The road would be infested with robbers. How would they find their way? Could not the Heavenly Father provide a simpler way? No questions were asked, but Joseph arose and took the child and his mother by night into Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod. The nun wrote, St. Joseph's will was one with the will of God. He was a man of prayer, but he did not need words. He then is a wonderful guide in teaching us how to pray. Quote, St. Joseph loved silence. If he was able to drop everything at a moment's notice in the middle of the night, it was because his plans, desires, and ambitions were always tentative, subject to the sanction or change of one higher, in whose presence he always lived. In St. Joseph, there was no arguing or reasoning, no gloom or heavy heart. All was peace, trust, and love. It is only in interior silence that we hear God's inspirations and ask his help in prayer. The nun concluded with some good advice for us. She wrote, go to Joseph. Prayerful silence is the secret power of St. Joseph. God has given him the power to help us all in our necessities. God was subject to him on earth. So now in heaven, our Lord grants all his petitions. (laughs) 